1: Hi, everybody! Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas.
0: What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. We've got another great episode here for you, as always. Jillian, what are we going to dive into today?
1: Today's topic is going to be—it's going to be a fun one. We're just going to kind of reflect on our Florida trip, and for me, it's. And kind of like a great reminder why we seek travel
0: yes we do <laughs> seek travel and it brought us many good things and and many good uh times over the the weekend so we're excited to share that with you and, and some of the lessons learned but before we dive into that as always we'd love to show a little gratitude so jilly what are you grateful for this week
1: i am grateful for lucille's <laughs> her nipple play. Oh god. <laughs> she still has uh so I I stopped breastfeeding right before she was three and a half no. Right after three, yeah, yeah. She was just about three and a half. And um but home girl still loves to play with the nipples and she was telling me today how she liked my right boob better than my left oh, boob. Does she I,
0: does she have a preference? She
1: does. Um but as we are putting her to bed today, she really doesn't like she still doesn't like the idea of her sleeping alone in her bed. Yeah. Um, so I noticed tonight, like, and she does this usually, but it was like really, um, obvious tonight that she was trying to grip one of my nipples. So I wouldn't <laughs> go away. So like one hand was gripping a nipple and the other hand was gripping my spaghetti strap on my uh, top. And I'm like, homegirl's trying to like really get a good attachment she's to me. trap. <laughs> her little booby trap. No pun Bo- intended. Yeah. Um, I know. So, uh, yeah, I just know that this phase is so magical and it's not going to last forever. And I'm just like really savoring the fact that she still wants to like grab on and play with my nips. And she loves it so much. I think she gets more nipple play than you do, babe.
0: Uh, it's, it's neck and neck. I mean, <laughs> I still make my presence known to the nipples.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but uh, what about you?
0: So I'm just grateful that we've done this kind of traveling theme this year where we're reconnecting or connecting with people. I I think we've we talked about that on an earlier episode. And one of the reasons we chose the Tampa St. Petersburg area is because I have a a really good friend that lives down there that I haven't seen in four years uh, the last time that he was up our way. And it had been quite some time, and we—I think we determined it's been about eight years since we've actually been down that way to to see him and his mom. So, I mean, it was just an amazing trip, just to to catch up with him. I played a, a round of golf, and then we had dinner at his house the next night, and he finally got a chance to meet Lucille. So, it was just—I'm just grateful that we we have these opportunities to do this, and that this is what we chose to do as far as our our travel this year. So yeah, uh, we're going to dive more into the the trip here and, and just some reflections. So Jilly, take it away.
1: Mm, um, I guess where to start? Yeah. Um, I mean, for those who've been listening for a while, I think many of you know that one of our values is experiences and travel does bring that i think it it immerses you in the new and the unknown and i think that's why i like travel so much is because it's very uncomfortable sometimes (laughs) and i think travel brings a lot of it basically crowbars us out of comfort and i think that's needed just to like be more flexible and just to grow and learn and especially doing it with a toddler holy cow yeah There's a lot more than our own fears and concerns and anxiety (laughs) to worry about. It's like, oh, we have a human being to take care of, too. Um, So the one thing that I do love about travel, just to start off, is that it pushes us out of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. to to new experiences and to practice that, I don't know, the, the muscle of... Kind of flowing versus forcing things in life. You know, if we encounter a problem like with a rental car or with Lucille or with travel plans, you know, it really forces you to like kind of be okay and just say, hey, this is what's happening. It's redirecting us in a different way and kind of showing Lucille those skills as well, like how to just kind of go with life versus against it, so to speak.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that can go wrong or maybe not go as planned when you travel. And just kind of thinking about the way things are right now, I know that I had some colleagues who had traveled the previous weekend and they were traveling coincidentally either back to Florida or back from Florida, which is where we went. And one of them had to, their, their flight got completely canceled. Another one, it was just delayed, you know, For forever so like I I know there's been a lot of travel disruptions so like that's always in the back of my mind do I do I bring my laptop do I not bring my laptop you know just in case we get stuck an extra day and ultimately I decided not to bring my laptop I was like you know what I'm gonna have the good vibes going I'm like you know nothing's gonna happen we're gonna be okay but if it does happen that's fine too you know that that's, that's perfectly fine so there's that and then the other like big de- decision that was looming over us like kind of leading to the trip is do we do we bring Lucille's stroller with us yeah and we use a Bob stroller it's it's bulky it's a it's a little heavy um you know she doesn't need to be in the stroller to get through the airport so you know we're able to check it right away but it was one of those things is you know is it really you know worth you know I I want to say the inconvenience sometimes yeah. and sometimes it is, you know, I'm not going to say that everything's peachy, you know, when you're traveling with a toddler, because, you know, not only do we bring the stroller, but we also bring a car seat so that we can, you know, use that in the rental car instead of, you know, paying a ridiculous rate for, for a car seat. So like there's, there's those things. And then, you know, it's, it's just the, the, you know, traveling with a toddler and, and the chances for delays and all that stuff. So like all that kind of uncertainty, um, boils up at the beginning but I feel like I'm actually more relaxed flying at least than I was without a child which is kind of crazy
1: well I think the more we do it the more practice we have of like letting go of the the stress and anxiety of like what if it's kind of like I don't know we've been traveling so much and with Lucille at such a young age yeah. it kind of makes us feel like you know if there's bumps in the road we're gonna figure it out and yeah I think that's the one cool thing before traveling is we don't really bring that much and it's just like another, I mean, I know the stroller was a big and the, the the car seat, but it's one of those things where I think we were pretty confident in knowing that like these are kind of non-negotiables. We're going right. to be in right. a car and we're going to want to walk because we stayed in this amazing Airbnb in the Northeast
0: Old Northeast St. Yes, Petersburg. The
1: Old Northeast District area of St. Pete's. And it the walkability is just phenomenal. It's They're, amazing. Nick and I have been there before eight years ago. And we stayed in that same area, but a little bit not right there. It's but a little bit south of a that. A little bit south of that. Thank you for the directional thing. You got thing. it. Um, That's my so, thing. So. And the whole reason why I picked this place is because I'm like, I want to be able to walk. Like, I love waking up and walking along the bay the last time we were there. We can walk to get coffee. I saw that there were parks. So to me, it was kind of like, the stroller is happening. If we can't bring her, we were thinking about bringing her stroller, her, um,
0: her scooter, her scooter,
1: but it wouldn't like fit, it wouldn't break down enough to fit in our bag. So I was like, we're going to have to bring the stroller because we're going to be walking and I know Lucille's going to be like, I'm tired and her legs are a lot smaller than ours. So it kind of made it not seem as much of an inconvenience just because I knew that it was going to pay off when we got there, just like all the walking we were able to do. The first day we got there and we were using it, I'm like, this is worth all of the heavy lifting you had to do most
0: of it. Um, Which wasn't bad, actually, once I figured out the right way to carry it, which was mm -hmm. on the way back. But that's... Neither here nor there. But I would also say if we would have brought the scooter, there would have been some times we were carrying both her and the scooter because probably. some of the sidewalks are not, you know, it's it's an older part of the area. So, like, the sidewalks aren't great until you get down by the water, which she would have been fine, you know, at that point, you know, along those paved paths. But, like, the sidewalks themselves were probably not uh, scooter friendly for, no. for a toddler. But yeah, there's
1: a lot of cobblestone. Yeah. I mean, it was so, yeah. The neighborhood was, very quaint and we were able to walk to two different coffee shops near Airbnb which was so nice. Lucille was able to taste different croissants or croissants. and we had some delicious uh cappuccinos and we there was a really cool park right along the bay that we went to a bunch of times and yeah, I will say traveling makes it really clear on like kind of non-negotiables of like what we bring, what we don't bring and what we're like, we're okay without all of the things. And I think that's what makes each time we travel, I think it gets easier and easier to like leave things behind Mm -hmm. because we're like, it's not necessary.
0: Yeah. And, and so what we, we essentially traveled with was we have one big suitcase that houses all of our clothes including Lucille so we have just one bag and then we had the car seat we had the stroller and then we have a backpack to carry those things you know coloring books food and stuff like that for for Lucille on the airplane so we check our luggage we check the seat we check the stroller and that way all we're doing in the airport is just carrying the the backpack and you know when we were traveling, you know, there's there's things that come up. So like when we were traveling to Florida, we did have a delay. We had a mechanical delay as we were, we connected in Atlanta on our first flight from Richmond to Atlanta, then from Atlanta to Tampa, right as we were getting ready to taxi out, the power of the plane com- went completely off, which basically caused a 40-minute delay. And Lucille just rode with it like she didn't get uncomfortable. I, I mean, she may have been beyond tired at that point, but she stayed up until we got the rental car that night. So like, you know, that could have gone a little sideways, but it didn't, you know, luckily they, they got us, you know, in the air and, and, you know, a little bit delayed, but as soon as she hit the car, I mean, she was out, but then on the way back, we had another layover in Atlanta and for some reason in our concourse and in our terminal, the fire alarm (laughs) or emergency alarm, whatever it is, kept on going off and it was very upsetting to Lucille like it's it's a high-pitched thing and she doesn't deal too well with those you know luckily I had my my headphones with me and that was a a simple solution like just having that over her ears and then me being able to play Disney music for her and Ghost was uh enough to just kind of you know keep her settled and and you know make it through that interesting situation so you know it's it's about finding those things and 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 Basically, just trying different things, especially with a toddler when, when they're going through those things, when it's just a, a long day for them. And we traveled late in the evening. Like, our, our flights were at 5 in the evening, and then we didn't get to our destinations until, like, 1130, 1140. So, you know, we picked. A, we don't have very many options where we fly out of, but, you know, luckily, um, you know, Homegirl's able to, to roll with the, uh, the changes.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of cool being able to show, like, we had really long layovers in Georgia. And I think usually you hear the word layover, and you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, you're running
0: from one plane to the next, (laughs) or it's four hours, and ours was the four-hour part.
1: And it was kind of cool, this experience, that I think the more years that pass, we're understanding the purpose of, like, silver linings, and we can see that. And we were able to go to Karaba's on the way there, <laughs> and we sat at a table, like, right by the window. We got to see planes coming in and the sun setting, and I'm like, we basically have a beautiful view of the sunset. Like, how can you be upset about this? And we're at a Karaba's where the, the menu was, like, super limited. and Dude, burgers- They only had
0: the right side of the menu, literally the right side. They said, can't order from the left, you can order from the right, our fryer's.
1: Yeah, and down. Lucille really wanted French fries because, you know, like she loves fries. And they're like, well, we honestly, we can't do it because our fryer's down. So we somehow like convinced her how like <laughs> oh spaghetti and meatballs are going to be so delicious. And we were saying they're probably just like gammy spaghetti and meatballs. And eventually like just talking to her about how excited we were for it and how like th- about the fryer situation. Like at first she was like really disappointed and was starting to like, no. You know, her little, her little wines. But then after the fact, like after a while, she was like, okay, I'll try it. And we're like, this is awesome. So it just kind of shows that like, you know, kids are going to have that fighting about the comfort thing too. And Lucille's learning to like flow with life as well. Maybe I can't have french fries. Maybe I'm going to have to have spaghetti (laughs) meatballs, even though it's not what I really had my heart set on. So it's kind of cool seeing those, I don't know, invisible learning lessons with her, just learning how to flow with it. Not everything's gonna go our way and we're not always gonna make things just as she wants it. And she's kind of learning how to kind of flow with life as well, which is kind of cool. All these teachable moments along the way of travel, like it's not just the destination, it's like all of these amazing lessons that we get to show her and model for her, hopefully gracefully, you know, we I, screw up too, but yeah, just to do. show that like chaos happens and it's, it's part of life. And we kind of had to, you know, ebb and flow and be creative and make the best out of the situation.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, she, I, I, and I think, you know, part of it is like leading by example of like, if it's no big deal to you, then maybe it's no big deal to them. And, and that's the way it was. Like, you know, we, we stood in line at the Caravas. It wasn't long for like ten minutes before we got a table, and, and you know we were flying into Atlanta both times, right around like peak dinner time hours. So you know everybody's hungry at that point, and and you know some people are in a hurry, and then like us, you know we weren't in a hurry. Like you know we were like you know we can take our time if we're not eating until eight o'clock. You know that that's perfectly fine. So I think the fact that, you know, we were able to say, okay, well, you know, they don't have everything that we might've wanted, but, you know, maybe we can, you know, find something else that we, that we would like. And yeah, I mean, kudos to, to you for, for, you know, talking to mac and cheese and I think, or not the mac and cheese, but the spaghetti and meatballs, but even our, our server kind of saw that and she was like, oh yeah, our spaghetti is great and you know, you're going to love it. And so, you know, it's just, you know, those combination of things that really kind of, you know you know, soothed her and, and, and kept her open-minded.
1: Agreed. Um, yeah, so I know we've talked a lot about the airport situation, which there's so <laughs> many moments to savor and to we make... We a
0: lot of time in the airports. A lot
1: of learning and growth can happen in an airport. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Like, I don't know. Just thinking about it now, like all of the things we did in there to kind of like work together to problem solve with like either lucille or food situations there was a lot of growth happening yeah um but as far as the destination like when we got to saint pete it's really cool seeing us just honing the skill on like making a home away from home and that like the physical structures and is is nice but it's not the vital component of like what makes our life so meaningful. So don't get me wrong. Like I love our home here in Virginia, but it's like, I think it's really cool how easily we can kind of curate our home away from home. And it's all about the energy we bring. It's all about the people we're surrounded with. And I give us kudos to us being able to kind of, kind of embrace and make anywhere we go cozy yeah. and you know, peaceful with what we can control. But it was really an awesome experience in St. Pete. And I think we did a great job of kind of like bringing home with us wherever we go. And I think it's all about us.
0: Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of the same kind of traditions that we do here is, you know, we we went to a Trader Joe's and got some of the, the foods that we typically eat. So we would have a... A nice, large breakfast in the morning. You know, we would have our morning coffee. You know, we would still do our same rituals and routines as, as we would do at home. You know, you do some journaling in the morning, um, you know, I'd hang out with Lucille and she'll have, you know, we got her her yogurt drink. So, like, there was there was a lot of routine things that we were able to bring with us on vacation. And, and I think that's a great thing because. Even just a couple of days away from home and getting out of your routine can completely change things. And we're kind of dealing with that right now because the sleep routine did change while we were away because Lucille wasn't going to bed until, you know, the, the first night. She didn't go to bed until after midnight. Um, but then, you know, thereafter, she wasn't going to bed until like 10, 1030 just because we were either out or you know, she slept in late the, the first day, which kind of set the precedent. So like right now, we're still kind of dealing with that. She wants to stay up late, but you know, we're kind of slowly getting back to to where she is as far as her normal bedtime is. But yeah, I mean, I think it's very important to try to keep your routines as much as possible, even when you're away from, from home. And you know, the Airbnb gives us that opportunity.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm very purposeful. I try to be when choosing Airbnbs. I'm like, it's got to be cozy looking, aesthetically pleasing, so that way there's gonna be a lot of chaos and traveling. I already know that. It's like I'm leaving that buffer, like knowing that there's gonna be things that aren't gonna go the way is planned. And there is one thing I can control, is the location and the environment that we're sleeping in. And I think that's really important for me, knowing me. Like if I'm in a spot where I know I feel comforted, I feel at ease, this place is aesthetically pleasing, there's lots of space. I'm gonna be a lot more grounded and feel a lot better internally and externally wherever we travel. And I think that's important to remember, I think, when traveling, like keeping the rituals that you know are going to keep your well-being the highest it Mm -hmm. can be, because there's going to be a lot of things that aren't going to go your way. Just know that in advance. So it's like the food you put in your body, like the, the hotel you can choose or Airbnb, I think there's a lot of things we have control over. And I think it's it's important that we take ownership and control over that because that helps us embrace the chaos a little bit easier, you know, when yeah. we're traveling.
0: Yeah. And even when we ate out, we we tended to find food that we would typically eat. Like after golf, I went out with my buddy um, just to grab a, a late lunch. And the place we went to actually had a, a pound of, of steamed shrimp. You know, I was <laughs> like, yeah, give me that. I didn't want any fries or anything like that. So like, you know, that was you know, my win there. And then even the, the restaurants that we chose, um, you know, had good options there for us. So like, we really didn't, you know, we, we are on a animal based kind of diet, if you want to call that, or the way that we eat. I know you don't like the word diet, but like, that's kind of what we've changed our, our eating habits to. And and we were still able to find that down there and, and really kind of maintain the way that we have been eating. I know that can be difficult, especially when you go on vacation, but, you know it, it may just take a little extra planning like for example on the way back from heading home we we had another layover in atlanta and we went to five guys now you and i haven't had fast food in in years um, i can't tell you the last time that i ate out of five guys but you know i had the burgers no bun and added an extra patty so i had my my meat-based uh meal right there and so i, I didn't feel horrible afterwards it actually you know Sat very well with me, so you know we were just making those little changes. It doesn't take much to to keep you know the the diet that we're on.
1: Um, I totally agree. And um, speaking of like the food and places we're able to dine, I think the one component about travel that especially happened in this trip, but it happens in most trips, is the importance of just finding things that are in our interests and f- following that and like making time for fun. I think that's such an important lesson that I want to model to Lucille is like, don't stop doing what makes, lights you up. Don't stop doing what seems exciting or fun. I think sometimes, I don't know, I've been listening to all these like unschooling podcasts. And I think that is a message that is really forgotten when we go into the system of schools. It's like, oh, that's your interest. Oh, that can wait until after we're done A, B and C, and then maybe we'll have time for it. So I love the fact that we're able to immerse ourselves at home, but also in travel that we want to go for a bike along the Bay. Let's make that happen. If we want to go to this new park, let's make that happen. If we want to check out this new restaurant because we heard they had great cocktails, like let's make that happen if we can. So I love being an example for Lucille. And then it's also in our favor as well, because anything that is in our interest, we, we plant it in there we try Mm -hmm. to find access to it. And I think that's what makes life feel so full as well is that, the energy you get when you're doing something that you love or something new that you want to do and make it happen. Like who doesn't want to do that? I think that's kind of how you find your way in life. It leads to one path. It leads to another because you're following what's fun for you. So it's really cool to be able to do that when we travel even more so because there's that much more space for fun Yeah, because we're usually not working so much (laughs) when we are on vacation.
0: Yeah. And you even have an opportunity to potentially hang out with some of our podcast guests when we travel. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) And so we've done that plenty. We've hung out with with guests and we've hung out with listeners.
1: Being able to intentionally choose places where you know people or you've met on the internet is really cool. I reached out to one of our um, previous guests, uh, Kate, and I was like, Kate, We're going to be in Florida. I don't know where you live or how far, but it would be so cool if we could meet up and told her where we were staying. She was like, yes, I'm going to drive there. I'm going to meet you. And she was able to meet us in St. Pete, brought her three kids. Her husband dropped her off. And we just had this awesome walk to a local coffee shop and then we walked to a park and the kids were just playing and just the conversation and discovery the kids had along the way on the streets and the insects and the birds and you know I would love to sit down with Kate one-on-one because you know you only can have so much juicy conversation when you're trying to watch kids at a park and there's (laughs) roads and cars but it was like so cup-filling to to even be around Kate her energy is magnetic and It was so rad that she made the time to come connect with me in person and that was beautiful. Like it makes me want to do that more, like just meet people face to face, Um, even if it does sound creepy, like, Hey, I've never met you. It'd be really cool to, you know, kind of what we do when we wanted to first started podcasting and meeting people, but it was truly electrifying. It was, um, it was a great, a great time.
0: Yeah. And if you're in the Charlottesville area and I'm talking to any of our listeners, Hit us up. We'd love to to hang out and meet you as well. So you know, it, it goes both ways there. But yeah, you know, we we try to, you know, that's one of the nice things about this is that you know we can you know catch up with people that we we've, we've you know have similar values to, and it's just awesome that the, the relationships that we've been able to to build from from this podcast. So. Yeah, we we we're building a relationship with you all as well. So definitely, hit us up if you're in the area, and you know we kind of put out there too, like where we're heading. So if we're ever heading anywhere, and we're heading in where you're at, let us know. Please, that yeah. would be so great. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I would just say the the one other lesson I learned um, when I was down there is that when you're at a playground and a little kid backs up to you. And turns around and asks you if you want to fight and you politely say no thank you. Run away. (laughs) Run away. This little kid did just that. Asked me if I wanted to fight. I said, no thanks bud. He then proceeded to punch me square in the left testicle. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wound up and hit me and I, I had zero reaction. I was just like, I can't believe that just happened.
1: It's a memory for the books.
0: So yeah. The kid asks you to fight, run.
1: <laughs> this is why we don't buy souvenirs. Our favorite souvenirs are stories and memories like this. We will never forget this trip because of meeting Kate, m- meeting up with your friend, and you getting yeah punched in the testicles. By a four-year-old. Oh, man. Yeah. Life's so great.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Any other reflections you have there, Jilly? I think we covered... Pretty much most of them.
1: Yeah, the one thing that I do love that travel promotes, at least for me, is that it just helps me kind of get off the quote unquote hamster wheel of just the normal day to day and just kind of take an aerial view at my life and kind of just a reminder that, you know, any fun or really cool things that I love about vacation I can always trickle them in into my day-to-day, and I think we, we kind of do that on each trip. We might bring in a certain food back or like that we start cooking, or we pick up a decorating tip or something we liked at an Airbnb location, or we started doing an activity somewhere and we want to do it more. I think that's a really great opportunity just to kind of like step back and reflect over your life and just think... Am I having fun here on vacation? And like, what is it that makes it so fun that I can bring a piece of that back or in, integrate into my life in some component? And yeah, biking along the bay was just—it's a great reminder to just to keep biking more with Lucille. It was just yeah, so, so fun to do that. So uh, just a good we reminder. We got the
0: bay down there, and we got the lake up here. We do. Yeah. And the river. And the river. To bite. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally. But that, yeah, I think that pretty much sums up all my reflections from awesome. our trip.
0: Well, what resources do you have for us today, Jill?
1: Okay. So I found a blog post that was called Five Reasons Why Travel is Good for Your Mental Health.
0: Yes, it is.
1: I think I just have four. I didn't write all five because they were pretty lengthy. Jill's
0: top four of five. <laughs>
1: that was just the name From of the blog
0: post. post. Number one, are you gonna sneeze? No. Oh, okay, you look like you're gonna just had sneeze. a really bad cramp. I don't, I don't know. know what's happening.
1: I'll figure it out. Okay, number one, <laughs> travel is a great stress buster. The stress of work and daily demands can distract us from what we find to be actually meaningful and interesting. Thus, taking a break from the daily hustle and bustle is essential for your mind to relax, recharge, and rejuvenate. Number two. Travel helps you reinvent yourself. Experiential experiential traveling can help you reevaluate and reinvent your life. If you allow it, travel has the ability to expand your mind in a way you never realized was possible. Moreover, Moreover, the valuable lessons that you learn along the way broaden your perspective, making you more aware and open to new things. Number three, it boosts happiness and satisfaction. Apart from the obvious fact that you don't have to go to work and you can legit eat pizza for breakfast, traveling gives you the opportunity to step away from the daily grind. The new events and experiences help rewire your brain, hence, boosting your mood and self confidence. I think people, in general, are not meant to be tied down to just one place their entire lives. I especially feel quote unquote trapped when I have to stay in the same place for too much time, without being able to really move about and explore. My life feels most fulfilling when I'm outside living through new experiences and learning. Amen. Oh, yeah. And number four, it makes you mentally resilient. Going and living somewhere you feel excited and intimidated at the same time can help you toughen up mentally and emotionally. Also, facing difficulties in an unfamiliar environment among new people forces you to learn and adapt to a life that's out of your comfort zone. This makes you more flexible, patient, and emotionally strong. Travel has taught me patience to surrender control to the uncontrollable and effectively problem solve. We did a lot of that. Yeah, trip. a lot of a
0: lot of problem solving,
1: which is again great invisible learning happening with Lucille traveling. Like yeah. it's like one big amazing field trip we did.
0: Absolutely, and a lot of lessons learned, and and you know we grow stronger as a family because of these things. So it, it's it's awesome. Indeed. Yeah. All right. And your quote of the day today, Jilly. Our quote is from Patrick
1: Rothfuss.
0: Not Patrick Duffy.
1: Who's Patrick Duffy again?
0: Uh, he's just an actor. I know, but He's what? on Step by Step. Oh. And Dynasty.
1: Oh, man. These are old shows. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Love it. Wasn't that on TGIF, Step by Step? It was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was Full House on there, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's the quote. A long stretch of road can teach you more about yourself than a hundred years of quiet. Nice.
0: I thought that resonated well. Yeah. All right. And your take action challenge today is? Seek travel. Yes.
1: And then let... Embrace it. Soak in all of the great lessons that travel will bring
0: to you. Absolutely. Whether you
1: want it or not, it's happening.
0: (laughs) Gotta do it. Well said, Jilly. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See
1: y'all later.